Well, fresh off a bye week on the Under Review Show. Welcome to the aftermath, people. You were probably wondering where the hell we went. Well, we went nowhere. But every team in the NFL gets a bye week, and we're just as important as any team in the NFL. So we took a bye week, too. Welcome back to the Under Review Show. This is the aftermath. We're going to talk about what happened, I guess, in the last two weeks of NFL football. We're going to regroup on our triple cheeseburger bet, and we're going to find out your best places to bet on the planet um, here on the Under Review Show. I am D. Of course, uh, if you're listening to us, you're either on uh, podcast from iTunes, you're on theunderreviewshow.com, or you're on uh, Podcast One or CLNS Media Network. Any of those places you can hear us. You can also subscribe to us. Make sure you do that so you keep listening, and this is dropped into your inbox every single week. Of course, this would not be possible if it was not for betonline.ag that make this all happen. And joining me as they do every week. Um, when we can, um, are my two compatriots, my partners in crime here on the aftermath. It is uh, Mr. Rosenthal himself, Eric Rosenthal, and uh, Mr. Sean Pfeiffer. Eric, how do you do, sir? How was your week off the show? It was a great week off. Uh, I'm rested. I'm healed up. You know, some of my injuries have healed, so I'm back at full strength for yeah. this podcast. Good. Good. And uh, I'm hyped to win another Triple Cheeseburger. And I got a special question I have for you. The people uh, I bet online, but I'm going to let Sean do his intro before we get to that. Okay, you'll be mm. first up. Hey, Sean, how are you? Well, how goes it? It's uh, it feels good. I feel feel a little bit refreshed. You know, the yeah. bye week, it, the effect that it has on NFL teams, it has to have on us, right? So we're yeah. we're coming in feeling good to yeah. this uh, this week's betting slate, and I think there's some edge to be at. Yeah, I agree with you, Eric. What do you got for us, man? You're itching. You're you're chomping at the bit here. What's going on? Yeah, I, I just really want to know um, how the rules work. Um, when, like when the Patriots are banned from the postseason for spying on the Bengals, right? Um, right. Like they just got caught for. How does that affect like the futures bets on BetOnline.ag? I was, I was just wondering how that's going to work well, when the Patriots get banned. I don't know if you've been paying attention to NFL football for the past, you know, twenty years, um, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> People call it cheating, but if everybody is doing it all the time, on every level, on everything, it's not. It's just how the league works. Patriots just get it's, the uh, dirty end of the stick. They're the, they're the prom queen, man. And that's just it. You're sitting back there and you're whatever and just going, why does she have beautiful, long, luscious hair and a, a gorgeous figure? And, so, and you get mad about it. It's cool. Um, but that's just how it's going to work. Nothing's going to happen at all. Okay. That's, that's what I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah. You just you for, go to all, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. They don't go up or down. It just, just stays the same. It's just the same. Yeah. Uh, hey, five. I mean, coming into this week, uh, you probably you you had a we we had a pretty good week going, and then we we lost our last cheeseburger. We did. And then we had a bye week, so we're actually now coming off a loss and a bye week. And by any standards, most teams perform a lot better on the rebound and bounce back. You, similarly, had a fantastic win by your Houston Texans. And then, uh, not a bye week, but then just an abysmal performance. Um, So, you know, I I can imagine you were coming into last week wishing and feeling that you could talk. And then now you have to, uh, you know, react the way it is. What's going on over there in Houston, my friend? Just, yeah, well, what isn't going on in Houston right now? You know, we came off the high of all highs we beat your patriots and smashed I mean, them. if 
there's not, yeah, there's, there's no better feeling in the world, right? Cause you beat the Patriots. You, you feel really good about your playoff hopes and your playoff dreams and aspirations. And then, well, you get completely embarrassed. That's so true because in there is no greater the feeling game, in the world so, than beating yeah. Houston Texans either. If you ask the Patriots. Oh, no way. That's, that's, that's I got yeah. mixed up there. Anyways, please continue. Uh, yeah. This, this last weekend, remind me not to go to Texans games because this was the, the first game. game that I went to. Yeah. I was at the game. It's at the game this weekend. Uh, and, and it, so it was, pumped too. The season's I mean, turning around. Yeah. You come I'm, this I'm not their good luck charm. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. So you go in. Okay. And I learned that this weekend. Um, it was a great experience. It was awesome. Uh, but yeah, we, we got, I mean, it just shellacked, and it was really embarrassing. So now we're looking at the standings, and the Houston Texans have the same record as the Tennessee Titans. We're both 8-5. and five. And who do we have circled and penciled in on our calendar this week? Well, yeah. the favored Tennessee Titans. The Titans are favored. They're playing at home against the Texans. And if they win this game, they will control the AFC South. So you ask me how I'm feeling if I'm a Texans fan. I'm feeling like we better fucking win this week. Yeah, this is so crazy. Like, let's talk about the AFC South. Because before the season started, guess who was like, maybe representing like going to the AFC championship game against KC like the Colts were right and then all this shit hit the fan and then now they don't have a quarterback it disappear and then they come out of the gates pretty damn strong you guys got kind of sputter a little bit the Titans were just written off basically and then uh and then now we've got a tie for first place between the Texans and the Titans and the Colts a distant third but for a minute I had some breathing room but they're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination there's, there's enough games left that if, if you know, if your team's blood, there's a wild card just waiting for them. Kind yeah. of wild. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, it really I mean, I'm I'm optimistic about the Texans and how this whole thing plays out. But I will say this, this this will tie right into what we're going to be talking about shortly here. My teaseburger this week is going to be my hometown team for the first, well, actually wow. for the second time uh, this season. I, I feel really strongly about the bounce back. Wow, I love everything you're saying about that. Um, yeah, hey, hey, uh, hey, Rosenthal over there. Couple of yes, couple yes. of big wins in a row on some bottom feeders with your uh, favorite squad there. Hey, hey. After I'll a, take a, wins any way we can get them. After a slobber knocking. Um, uh, two weeks ago, couple of W's. You, you got it. Now you're you're sitting. We're gonna move over to the NFC, the NFC North. There, you're sitting just uh, high and mighty, right on top of that that division there. Hey, yeah, it's gonna be a exciting end to the NFC North. I don't think the Packers are secure as many people think. I, I just checked the odds right before, and uh, the Packers are minus three thirty to win the NFC North. The Vikings plus two seventy, and the Bears plus five thousand. And um, there's some tiebreaker implications that has me worried about Green Bay. Um, especially this week playing against Chicago, uh, who's looked better recently. Mitch Trubisky's looked like uh, an, an NFL average quarterback. NFL quarterback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. With, with that defense, you uh, you never know. So, um, but does he look better than Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson? That's what that's what everybody wants to know. Not quite. I think the Bears may have made a mistake passing on Watson and Maybe. Mahomes for him, but. Uh, but we'll find out. But there's a lot of games, um, the, the Packers not being one of them, that I, I want to bet on this weekend. The Packers are minus four and a half against the Bears at home. That has me a little bit worried. Uh, uh, stay away. But there's some other games I, I want to get into, especially for our cheeseburger 
I don't know if you want to get into that uh, or some other stuff first name D. Uh, well, I mean, in just terms of housekeeping, I just wanted to go through uh, uh, kind of where we're at with, with our Teesburger um, results, right? Because we had a massive streak going, then we lost, and we didn't get a chance to go over our loss from two weeks ago. I just want to gloss over that real quick. Um, it was Saints at Falcons. Um, that was a win. We, uh, uh, Sean, you took the, the, the Falcons down. Sorry, the Saints to a pick against Thanks. the Falcons. That was, that was great. I took the Packers. Down from minus six to a plus one against the Giants on the road. And then uh, uh, Rosenthal. Uh, what happened, Eric? To go what Panthers happened? against the Redskins. I think we spent 20 minutes talking about how much of a gimme this was, and we couldn't understand it. And uh, the Panthers uh, not only uh, don't cover the minus three, but uh, <laughs> lose outright. That was, that was insane. And that was, that was uh, maybe, a, yeah, that was an oddball. It was an oddball pick from you there. I, I can't believe it still. I Again, watching, I really think the Redskins are the worst team in football still at this point, uh, even though they, they played close with the Green Bay, losing by five in, in a very weird game. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is just is just awful at, at quarterback. And I know he's a rookie, so I don't blame him, or maybe he, he might have a, a good future in him. But, man, he is just not an NFL-level quarterback. Darius Geist now has a torn ACL. Adrian Peterson's like 97 years old. Uh I just don't see how the Redskins won that game. I don't see how they played close with the Green Bay, and I, I love, I'm gonna love betting against them, them this week on a, on a Philly team uh, nobody really believes in, and that, that line's way too close. I just pulled it up, and the Eagles are only minus four and a half, minus two ten money line. I, I am hammering that uh, down this weekend. Yeah, that's a very interesting one there. there. There's a lot of weird things happening. I mean, but by the way, that that NFC East is like we can conceivably have an under 500 team win that division and go um, host a playoff game, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like th- this yeah. is a conceivable thing that can actually happen. Um, you know, even with the Cowboys losing three in a row are still on top of the division. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> the most bizarre thing in the world. And that, and that you've got a second wild card team, you know, maybe, maybe it's the Bucks, maybe it's even the Rams, out of the NFC that are going to be well over 500 and they're not going to get actually a chance to get into the playoffs because the NFC East and all those teams are such a gross, disgusting pile of goo. What- yeah, it's an interesting point here too, D, because at what point do you just make it based on the best record in the entire conference? Like what? at what point do you take away the divisional aspect and, and make this just the best teams? Because I, in my estimation, this is a complete joke that you're going to have anyone from, from the NFC East this year make the playoffs. These teams are, are not playoff caliber teams. I, I mean, maybe it'll never happen. Too much history, I mean, specifically in that division itself. But... I would love to see them open this up to just you know looking at the looking at the AFC and NFC as as collective holes. Yeah, I mean, what well, we have to look at it. It is a bit of an anomaly, like that the, it, it gets this nuts. But I would say you're you're absolutely right um, that like this division is is the redheaded stepchild here. This division yeah. is consistently poorly competitive amongst itself. You know what I mean? They all those teams just drunkenly stumble their way through the season. Um, we, we're gonna have a a, a playoff triple T's burger go next next week for sure, and the next couple weeks for sure. This week we've just got to get through this now. Um, we have a triple T's burger. For those of you who don't know, 
Every single week, we pluck us uh, three matchups, three games, three matchups. We tease those one team on those matchups, and then we parlay it together in a triple teaser parlay, the triple tease burger, we call it, and then we ride it. We, we've had some great success during the season. We were on a fantastic streak. We took a bye week off here to regroup. Um, we're going to start you uh, with you, Eric Rosenthal. Let's, um, let's talk a bit about who your teaseburger is going to be this week. Don't tell me it's the Panthers again. It, it is not the Panthers. I, I kind of want to steal the most obvious pick on the board, but I know one of you is, is going to take that, so I'm going to leave it be. Uh, and I'm actually going to go to Monday Night Football, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, the New Orleans Saints at home against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to take them from a nine-point favorite all the way down to a two-point favorite. I'm crossing the seven. I'm crossing the three. Uh, they just had a complete shootout with the uh, the 49ers and probably the best game of the NFL season, the best game, uh, best regular season game in a, in a long time, uh, at least one of them. And uh, I, I just don't see New Orleans losing another one, especially at home to the Indianapolis Colts, who are, are nowhere near the quality on offense or defense of the San Francisco 49ers. So the Colts are going to win this, sorry, the Saints are going to win this game by at least a field goal. I'm locking in them from minus nine to minus two. We're starting off the triple cheeseburger one and oh. Yeah, mm. let's talk a bit about that, uh, that game, um, that was a hell of a football game. There, it does it. Is it starting to feel like, um, you know, apart from Baltimore, these the NFC leading team? There's just a lot of good freaking teams in the NFC this year. Like yeah. some really oh, yeah. good football teams, and it's not like we're sitting there talking about how, um, you know, the 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 Seattle Seahawks have gotten this crazy easy schedule. Like the NFC West is the best division of football by, by leaps and bounds. And you have two, you have an 11 and two and a 10 and three team. And even the third place team at eight and five, the Rams, they're all playing each other. They're all really good teams. Um, and their schedules this year have not been cream puff schedules apart from the NFC East, which I can rail on. Um, Packers and Vikings are really, really good. And then the Saints in that NFC South division, probably the only outlier there in terms of a good team. But this is the, is the, that conference turning out, uh, um, Sean, to be the, like, leaps and bounds ahead of the, uh, ahead of the AFC right now? Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And, and you look at just a couple of different divisions in, in the NFL this year. You could say the same thing about multiple different spots. I mean, you, you see the AFC North, you got two teams well over 500, same thing in the AFC East. And then obviously the, the division that you were alluding to there in the NFC West, you got three powerhouses in the Rams, the Seahawks and the 49ers. I want to speak to actually something that's a little bit different and, and maybe off the rails here, but I think it's an interesting note. Todd Gurley and what he means to this L.A. Rams team and what we just saw in week 14, I think it's indicative of what we're going to see moving forward. Todd Gurley saw 23 carries, I believe. I'll pull up the, the box score right now. But he had a season high in carries. He had a season high in targets. And it looked like, I mean, if you watch that game and just the eye test itself, they were 100% okay with, with just making him what he was and what he has been for this team. And if that's the case, like this Rams team functions better with him being the bell cow. And I, I yeah. think that that's what we're going to continue to see moving forward uh, for the rest of the season. So don't be surprised if, if there's actually three teams in this division that sneak into uh, into the playoffs this year. And, and, and they absolutely should. I mean, the Rams, 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A, a healthy tall girly, right? He's, he's healthy. They're saying like what yeah. his, his knee issue is an arthritis issue, which is like super bizarre and super hard to treat and chronic, not, yeah. you know, fix and move on. I mean, and I'm sure he's getting all the, the care and attention, but there's also the thing where it can get better. You know, it's yeah. one of those things where it's not even like a timeline in six weeks or eight weeks. It just sometimes gets better. Uh, he looked fantastic. And uh, a healthy Todd Gurley going into the playoffs, that's astonishingly crazy. And I mean, I'm, I'm looking that's at like, the, yeah. the, the, the machine I mean, that, that drives. Really him. where I was going with that is exactly that. Cooper if, Cup. If you have dude. him healthy, it's it's going to be it's going to be a totally different team. Well, Cooper Cup was like, I think he went without a target. Maybe it was just not a catch, but he he put donuts on the stat chart like three, two, three weeks ago. And and you just see without him, if you can't keep him uh, going and without Todd Gurley, they are they're just grossly bad. And Goff looks then he looks terrible. But for whatever reason, if if Gurley can get going and cup and cup can get open and Goff just gets a thousand times more comfortable and he comes he becomes a bottom 10 quarterback to a top 10 quarterback just yep. based on how those two guys perform. And you like to say that it's like he makes Cup better, but it's not. It's like if they're going, then then Goff can go. But without it, they can't. And this week was – you're absolutely right. It's, 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 it was crazy to see how good they can be when um, not just those two guys, but specifically those two guys um, like come out and run. That being said, I look over at the AFC. Like that, that we're talking about um, – we're sitting here gushing over the third-place team in their division right now yep. and then you look at the AFC and you go okay yeah Ravens boom probably best team in football maybe they're doing stuff um, like they've, they've got the best DVOI I think since the 2007 New England Patriots which is maybe one of the greatest know. offensive teams ever ever assembled and it's oh. never been really close and they're, they're the best since that which is insane and maybe better um, but you look at the AFC East the Patriots hugely questionable the Bills totally beatable right good team good record but you're like no one's really scared of those guys um, Chiefs I mean, a couple of bad calls against the Patriots on Sunday, and they're eight and five, and nobody's even, you know, everyone's like, okay, well, you know, they yeah. might make the playoffs, but not a scary team. Um, by the way, three and three at home on the season too. They can't like Texans sure. just lost to the Broncos. This is the I thing. Mean, you. <laughs> you go down the the Texans just lost to the freaking Broncos. The Titans, yeah. the Tannehillian Titans are tied for them. You know what I mean? I, I, the list goes on of just, you're like, who are these teams? And then you go over the uh, NFC and you're just like, holy shit. Besides the yeah. a- NFC East, Niners unreal. Seahawks, you know, they had a laughable loss last week, but f- holy crap, they can they can just win. They just win games, especially on the road too, which is not in their DNA. So they don't care if they're second place, that they got a road playoff game and a wild card. <laughs> terrifying. Rams, terrifying. Packers will crush you. Vikings, very, very good team. Saints, one loss away from being the second best team in football. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Eric, weigh in on this here. Is there a, a massive imbalance here in these uh, in these two divisions overall? I, I think the, the the NFC is is way better overall, but the AFC is is pretty top heavy with teams that can obviously win the Super Bowl. I mean, you have the yeah. Baltimore Ravens who are maybe the one of the best teams in the in the league in a long time as you mentioned the DVOA is out of control Lamar Jackson is a lock for NFL's MVP you have Patrick Mahomes coming off an MVP season and there's no way there's any game ever that you would be like oh wow we'll beat the Chiefs for sure you know Patrick Mahomes won't win this game I mean he's the league MVP um, from last year and you know he hasn't had the same numbers this year but you'd, you'd expect that 
with some playoff experience that he, he could be better in that situation. Then, you know, I joke about them all the time, but look, the New England Patriots have done what they've done for like 20 years, and nobody would be confident that they could beat the Patriots in a, in a one-game scenario in a Super Bowl. Look what happened to the Rams last year. They only scored three points. Uh, Belichick's a, a genius, whether it's cheating or not. Uh, they find ways to win. So I, I do think the NFC is much better overall, but you know the top is so elite in the AFC as well that it kind of right. evens out for me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. And even if you look at the futures odds too, I guess that kind of explains explains away my theory. Maybe it's just from an entertainment standpoint, right? That they're so damn dominant that there's just there there's actually just great great teams coming coming out. But in terms of just um, you know the odds to win the Super Bowl. Um, it, you know, three of the top four teams are AFC teams, right? It goes Ravens, well, Patriots, yeah. Niners, Chiefs are your top four teams um, yeah. to actually win the Super Bowl. Well, so how yeah, about this? Maybe pound for pound, they're pretty good. But overall, those elite teams, you're right. What's that? Yeah. I mean, how about this? In, in, the, AF, in the NFC, we have the defending Super Bowl champions. Or sorry, defending NFC representative for the Super Bowl. Yeah. At eight and five, the Rams out of the playoffs. And then huh. AFC... We have someone named Duck Hodges starting at quarterback for a Steelers team that's currently in the playoffs. So that shows yeah. you that you know <laughs> yeah. it's not exactly balanced. Yeah, yeah, and definitely I mean, not. I blame but, it all on the NFC East, man. That's why the NFC East. You're right, uh, uh, Fife. That screws it. Screws everybody. Six and yeah. seven teams leading the division. Yeah, it's just crazy. The only thing that I was going to piggyback off, guys, this is an awesome conversation. I, I love that we're talking about this so much, but really just deeper dive here. The, the Looking at the playoff picture, the NFC is going to have just tough games throughout. I mean, all the way throughout the playoffs and what that's going to really equate to for everybody that doesn't have to play anyone from the NFC East in the first round, what that's going to equate to is a really tough road to the Super Bowl it, yeah. in, in, in the AFC. I mean, if you're looking at some of these teams, they're going to have a lot of free squares, and I hate to put my Texans in that group but they are one of those so you know you, you're looking at the afc and nfc eric hit the nail perfectly on the head the afc has an easier road and they're more top heavy which in turn i mean it's less stress less pressure more well rested i i really think that this is still not even though the nfc is so much more dominant from an overall standings perspective it's not a clear-cut winner that's going to come out of the NFC. So I, I think it's going to be – I mean, I actually – my pick would be out of the AFC. Overall, well, I mean, the odds aren't against us. Hey, here's the deal, guys. we got to get into our triple T's burger. For those of you tuning in or who forgot already from the beginning, we're going to pick three games, one each. We're going to tease it. We're going to parlay it together. We're going to make all of the money. We've been smashing it all season long. we got to get back into it. Um, you, uh, both of you guys alluded to what you're going to do. Um um, for these, we know what you got, uh, Eric. Sean, can you talk about your cheeseburger, please? Yeah, Houston Texans on the road oh. after they just got completely embarrassed at home against the Denver Broncos. Uh, this this Texans team has to win, and really, that's that's where my 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 homer uh, pick here kind of comes into play. They're they're a must win territory now if they if they want to sniff the playoffs and, and want to win this division uh, against their the, the the team that's tied with them in the standings in the Tennessee Titans. So I think and this is a great great tease up here because you're going to get the Texans getting three points right now currently on our good friends over at BetOnline.ag's website. You're going to get them to be able to tease all the way up to ten. Uh, give me the Texans plus ten. You're crossing a few lines here and. and Really, I would be shocked if they don't at least cover the bet, and I think that there's a ch chance that they could win this game outright. 
All right, that's well. I mean, that's. I don't think that's necessarily scary. A scary bet. I. I just watching them last week. They did beat the New England Patriots. Um, yeah. And then. And they beat the Chiefs. And, and they beat the Chiefs. And they beat the Chiefs. I mean, this is this. You know, this is. Uh, uh, I mean, a division game, right? Big stuff. The momentum is on the side of the Titans. I would say. I don't think you could consider that one loss coming coming For off sure. any momentum on your side. But lewd by less than 10 in a, in a division game that means a lot. Is that what you're kind of coming at here? Yeah, that's I mean, that's exactly right. This this game means everything. And, and they've shown that they can win in big games already this year. Uh, they handled the Chiefs whenever we needed to. And, and they also handled the Patriots. And, and they look great in both games. I, I just I think backs against the wall. They've shown it already time and time again this season. Our losses, the Texans' losses this year, have been games that really we shouldn't have lost outside of outside of Baltimore. Uh, so you know, you you look at a must-win game here. I, while I could sit here and talk for an hour about how much I despise Bill O'Brien, he actually, and I'll, I'll give him credit, give credit where credit's due. He's been calling a lot better games over the last four weeks than he has at I think at any point um, since he joined the, the Houston Texans. So better game calling and and you know better better team. This team looks locked in uh, in in must-win games and this week definitely is a must-win game for them yeah it definitely is a must-win uh game because you're tied at the division here this is crazy to think about yeah and so maybe maybe it's maybe i'm wrong maybe it's a freaking competition thing and not a uh a divisional or a uh an imbalance in the conferences uh rosenthal do you got any you got any take on this yeah, uh, I would be worried a little bit about betting on a Texans team that just lost by like a, or just down by a million points and got some gar- garbage points at the end. So the final score wasn't too there. But I, I feel like betting against Ryan Tannehill when he's favored against Deshaun Watson seems exactly. like a pretty good idea. Exactly. I mean, if you told me earlier this year Ryan Tannehill is going to be a three-point favorite over Deshaun Watson, I would have laughed and you would have laughed. And we would have been like, well, let's bet the, uh, let's bet the house on that and we get plus 10 you think even if they blow it the Texans get kind of blown out they can do what they did last week I guess and, and score some late touchdowns and wind up covering losing lose by seven eight nine whatever so actually uh the more I think about it the, the more I'm down uh maybe they win the game maybe they lose but they should kind of figure out a way to cover plus 10 some way somehow yeah I think plus 10 is well once again I'm always railing on the double digits um you know the double digit underdogs or even favorites for that matter that you just don't want to you know what I mean you just don't want to freaking um bet on that it's 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 the NFL it's just too many it's too many points and so you factor in a whole bunch of things that these teams both both these teams aren't bad teams you know even bad teams getting 10 points can keep it tight because it is the NFL and they are professionals and there's garbage time and there's those late touchdowns and all that crap and then and then also it's a division game. These guys are familiar with, with each other. They play tight. They know each other very well. They're, you're not going to get completely blown out by a team, hopefully. But, I mean, it's just less likely, in my opinion. Um, and then especially that there's a um, – I know you don't like Bill O'Brien, but, you know, you, you can coach up your team to play yeah. above above their heads a little bit. And they always do. They generally do. There's a lot yeah. of, ri- uh, you know, stuff riding on these games. And I really think that um, – yeah, I really think that the uh, the whole point, um, the whole or the whole perspective here is uh, even a loss is a win for the Teesburger. 
That's the whole point yeah. with this yep. is that, yeah, we wouldn't, if they lose by a touchdown, it'd be shitty for you, of course, uh, Fife, but the, <laughs> the fact is it, 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 we're not asking that. We're not, okay, you can lose. And we still right. take the cheeseburger. I like it. Yeah. I, I actually like it. I'm more comp- I'm talking myself into it um, a little more. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's a little bit, bit better. Now, um, okay, here's the deal. This is what I... Uh, um, this is what I'm talking about here. Here's my pick for this week, okay? Um, it's all about, like, I like, you know, I'm making these picks. I like to use, like, historical, historically accurate references and statistics. I like to use, you know, things that have happened in the past to map out my pathway for success during our cheeseburgers. And there's one thing that I, that I built this cheeseburger on this week. Okay, and and it came from an historical moment in sports history, I would say, um, that happened, uh, you know, five years ago. And and, you know, without naming teams or names, but there was, you know, a controversy, uh, I'd say. Is that how it's pronounced? Controversy. There was speculation happening. There were naysayers in the media and throughout sports as a whole. And the one thing that, that came out of this ins, ins, incident in 2014 um, were, were three words. On to Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> and with on to Cincinnati proved and showed, um, and the result of the on to C- in Cincinnati was a 43 to 17 slobber knocking at the, at the hands of a juggernaut of a team. Um, we have a week this week where you have naysayers, right? You have controversy. You, you see where I'm going here, guys? Are you following me along on I this do. journey? And the New England uh, Patriots are heading on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals as nine point favorites. I'm going to tease those Patriots down to two minus two on the road against a one win Cincinnati Bengals team. When the Patriots Offense is getting beaten up in the media. They're gross. They're just gross. They're coming off a loss. They're coming off a bunch of losses in the last few weeks. They can't get it together. Tom Brady's old. Their offense sucks. Their offensive line can't do anything. They have nobody healthy. They have no personnel. They're getting outcoached. They're getting outplayed. They're cheating. They're taping stuff. They're deflating balls. Everything is stacked up against the Patriots. It's the one thing they haven't had this year. Because every single year there's something. You're too damn old. You're a damn cheater. Your team isn't good enough. There's a better AFC rival waiting there for you. You can't win on the road. Nobody goes into sin- to Kansas City. Into- all of these things is all that they needed to win three of the last four Super Bowls and go basically to all of them. New England Patriots, two-point favorites on the road versus the Bengals coming off a week that's just been, you know, a, a historically accurate and duplicated time for them to actually get their shit together and move on a team heading into the playoffs. New England Patriots is our last moment piece of our triple teaseburger this week. What do you guys think of that? I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, when, when things are stacked against the Patriots, they typically perform and, and they've shown that time and time again. And you have, like you said, we have years of, of a sample size of that to base everything off of. So I love it. 
you know, the the Patriots might might be cheaters, but they they they're also winners, and I think that they win this bet pretty comfortably this weekend. Eric, what do you think? You guys could probably guess what I'm going to say, right? I mean, it's it's obvious. We still want to hear it. This this actually may be one of the greatest tease opportunities we've ever had. Yeah. D hit the nail on the head on to Cincinnati. The Patriots Twitter account even tweeted it out. The Patriots are not going to lose this game. Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. The Bengals, what's the Bengals record? One, one in 12 or some one, garbage. One win. What's the max bet you could throw on a tease on bet online? I don't know. Let's find out I, though. I don't know. I'll find out, but I, I do know <laughs> this from, uh, from, um, the gentleman who comes on your podcast on uh, other days, D, um, he told me that you can actually rebet after 60 seconds, the maximum amount of money you're able to bet. I have done that before on, on a teaser. Um, so what I don't know the max guy. bet, but yeah. what a good you, guy. You, that's a that's a good guy, right? So there. you can rebet. You can just stack it. In all, yeah. ser- in all seriousness, in all seriousness, no. That that these Patriots, by the way, when we're talking about futures and Super Bowl things, um, yeah, sure that they still have odds that are pretty high up on the table there, right? They're uh, they're the Ravens are plus two twenty five, by the way, which is an insanely crazy Super Bowl number. I don't know if the money pushed it that way, but that is nuts. I don't think the Patriots have been that high, or maybe they have, but only at certain points. Here and there through the career, they're they're now at plus four fifty, which is generally where they just sit. They sit around at plus three fifty, four fifty all year long, and then they just go and win Super Bowls. Um, I don't know if this is a Super Bowl winning team of these New England Patriots. This offensive line, even with Isaiah Winback, is just uh, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, here's the two things: if you can rush four against Tom Brady and get some pressure, um, you're, that's your best foot forward. That doesn't mean you're going to win and beat the Patriots, but that's you have to do that. You cannot blitz. Um, you've got to drop as many guys as possible because he'll eat you alive again and again. You just cannot do it. Um, and, uh, and that's what teams are doing. That's what Houston did to them. That's what Baltimore did to them. The offense cannot get going. And then on top of that, nobody's getting open. They just don't, they're missing a tight end. He just loves the tight ends. There's just no tight ends that are there. Ben Watson is 740 years old. He barely made the team. He actually didn't make the team. He didn't make the team, but they brought him on because they're like, whoa, wait, we do need a tight end on the roster. And they brought him back in. Um, Julian Edelman is getting doubled. Julian Edelman is a fantastic football player, but he's not a guy that needs to be double teamed. He just disappears. Um, there are many things that are happening right now for the New England Patriots that are not good. And also th- things that they, not that they've overcome in the past, but they haven't faced all of them at the same time. Sony Michelle is kind of, he just whiffs. He, he's not great at all. Not even very good. He's serviceable. Um, they tried to go back to the James White route. It worked okay um, in the last week, but it just couldn't, you know what I mean? It just couldn't get going. So that being said, yeah, they, they win this week. Yeah, I think the offense will be better, but Mohamed Sanu has been just kind of a dud. He's not really, uh, um, uh, you know, done what you, what he's supposed to do, right? He's just, he's not there. The young guys, which Tom Brady is so good at motivating, and these are years past when the receiving core has been beat up and injured. You know, people don't realize they didn't have a healthy Gronk ever not a full season, you know, and, and they were winning with, with these, with young guys. Tom Grady is, he never gets enough credit for it, but he's a fantastic motivator. He screams and yells and squeals because he's got a weird high pitched voice on the field at these guys, but they tend to always improve. Um, it's just not working this year for him. They're just not responding or they're, maybe they're responding, but, um, it's just not the same as it's been where 
his we'll get it together speeches get it together. Um, it's a really yeah. strange, it's a strange wor- uh, year for the Patriots and even from a Pats fan looking at it saying um, they're very good at what they do, but it's, it's, an, it's an odd one. It's, we've seen everything and I've never seen this. So they win this week, but moving forward, um, a bit of an odd, a bit, a bit of an odd team to root for. What do you guys think? On Pat's yeah, features. yeah. I mean, Eric and, and you. I mean, I'm 100% in agreement with both of you. This is this is a bet that you can't ignore. And, and frankly, I really am curious to know what that max bet is, and the rebet because I'm going to be probably throwing an egregious amount of money on it. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the lock of the season, uh, and I just I think if you're not putting all your your eggs in this basket. And maybe not all of your eggs, but a lot of your eggs in this basket, you're doing it wrong this weekend. I agree. Boys, there you have it. Recap of our triple teaseburger this week. Eric Saints from minus 10 to minus three. Minus nine Sorry, to minus two. Minus nine to minus two. I wrote it down wrong. Minus nine to minus two. Fife, Houston from plus three up to plus 10. And then uh, D, Pats from minus nine down to minus two. Playing the Bengals on the road. Wow. I feel really good about this, guys. We're going to get back on it after our bye week. This is a huge bye week. Yeah. Huge bye week uh, uh, comeback, guys, for us, okay? Um, of course, if you want to bet this cheeseburger or many others, head to betonline.ag. They, uh, they help us out. They give us the uh, you know, insider stuff, good advice. Always help us out in interpreting lines. Uh, tell us where the money goes and giving us the insight. Uh, head there. Use the promo code REVIEW. Get yourself a tasty little bonus when you decide to deposit, deposit uh, and play on the old football season. Guys, thanks for doing this. Welcome back after a bye week. It feels good to be back. I, I can't wait to – I mean, this is this is my favorite triple cheeseburger of the season. I was a little hesitant oh, wow. to say it. I really want us to get the win now after I did. But this is the most confident that I've felt about a tease coming into this. And I felt great about my pick. I didn't want to be a homer. I hate taking the Texans any week. But this this felt like the right play. And then knowing what both Eric and you did, D, this, I, I would be floored. I'd be flabbergasted. I would be just absolutely shocked if we didn't pull off the triple D's burger this week. I feel so confident about it. Yeah. And uh, parting thoughts for you, Mr. Rosenthal. Hey, you're going to get plus money on this cheeseburger, and Sean says it's the biggest lock of the century. Guess I'm going to have to uh, do some rebetting as well. Um, I'm all in. I love this cheeseburger for sure. The Patriots are uh, man, probably the best pick of the season, uh, or at least one of them. I mean, against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I like the other two bets as well. Really hyped to watch the NFL this Sunday, uh, win some money, especially on our uh, on our bet. Love it, guys. And uh, for all you out there, we appreciate you hanging out with us every single week here on the Under Review Show. This has been the Aftermath episode. Every Tuesday, we come in and uh, we take our licks or we we take our high fives from what the week that was in NFL uh, betting. Thanks for tuning in. I'm D. On behalf of Eric and Sean, we'll talk to you next week. Adios, muchachos. (laughs) 